She's sitting beside you, talking your ear off. Adventures with Jody sitting in your car. It starts right now. Happy post Thanksgiving turkey coma, everyone. You have reached Adventures in Jody sitting. I I'm currently celebrating Thanksgiving. I'm driving to my sister's house. Thought I'd record a little audio because it had been so damned long since I've done it. I am wearing the warmest coat I own. It is 15 degrees out, but there's a lot of wind, so I don't know. I didn't look up the wind chill. I think it's probably negative 5,000 or something. By the time you hear this, Thanksgiving will be a fond memory or a painful memory, but you'll have gotten through it, and good for you. And I guess the other thing I need to be aware of is, you know, making sure that I'm not the one causing shitty Thanksgivings for other people. I need to take my aunt duties seriously, and as such, my car is filled with beverages, including something called Glog, that I purchased because I was in the store the day before Thanksgiving and there was a display of it. I don't know what it is. It sounds like the ingredients for one of those cleanses, like minus the cayenne pepper. So I think if we add cayenne to it, we could use it for a cleanse. But maybe it's very good and I don't want to, um, I don't want to say negative things about someone's favorite beverage. Maybe this is a very popular drink with locals. I don't know. I don't know what Glog is. I didn't look up anything about it. I thought it was funnier to just remain ignorant. Do you like Glog? Is Glog a thing? I don't know if this brand of Glog tastes like the Glog that grandma used to make. Oh, she's pulling a big pour. No. That's a healthy pour. It's fizzy. It's a fizzy cleanse beverage. It, kind of, it just smells like... Am I... Do you want yeah, to try it at the same time? Yeah, I want to wait for me. You got to get some of the... Solid stomach. He has a thicker pour than me. No, I was I'm adventurous. I was criticizing you, thicker. <laughs> no, I don't think thick the, is the that's word. That's not the right? word I would do. Thick is the word. All right, go for it. Glog it up. It's not bad. I don't know what it, it tastes, tastes like. like no, See, El Ellen finished hers. She this, didn't have much. Yeah, this tastes kind of like what? It tastes like apple cider. <laughs> you know? But like oh, spiced apple cider. It tastes like apple cider that someone just threw pine trees into. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like it tastes like a pine tree apple cider. Like someone's it's trying to be really, that. really rustic. And so well, they just like... Oh, rustic for... Rustic. Rustic. Well, it's like they get apple cider. This should not be carbonated. <laughs> that is, let me start off by, oh, that is a bad aftertaste when you have a, hmm, Ellen, drink some more. <laughs> <laughs> bad aftertaste, Ellen, go, go. Apple No, but you need to know what I'm talking about now. Like more? Like, like just have like a, a decent sip of Don't. it and you'll know what I mean. This morning's commute features 
two bumper stickers. One says mass hole and one says bitch on board. Bitch on board, really? So this is how you want the world to see you? Maybe that is how the world sees you. Maybe you're just resigned to the fact that everybody thinks you're a bitch. I don't know. I think I would try harder to change that. I, on the other hand, would like to be um, basically the Snow White of the universe on board. I would like small animals to want to do me favors. That's how nice I want to be. A thing to ponder for today is if you didn't have to work, like if you had, if you won the lottery, but yet nobody was bothering you, nobody knew you won the lottery, I guess maybe that's an inheritance by a wealthy uncle. We were all led to believe by watching movies and sitcoms and things that we had a relative out there somewhere with a lot of money and when they passed on, we would be the only relative and they would have left their mansion and all their millions to us. And I just wanna say, I don't really know anybody that has happened to. So I'm not sure why it's such a common trope in movies, etc. because especially at the niece and nephew level. Like, oh, I was Uncle Ebenezer's favorite niece and he left me $2 million. Okay, so, Uncle Ebenezer has left you, let's say, $20 million. That feels like a good safe amount that would allow you, you know, if you managed your money well, you invested it, so you get to quit your job and i know some people are like but i love my job all right well then you don't play you sit this one out you quit your job you just want to not have to do that job anymore what job do you do what thing do you do to keep yourself busy all day it's when it becomes a job and i'm using job loosely it doesn't have to be something that pays, but if you have to do it, I, I'm, I like will run screaming. My favorite thing in the world was painting, paint by numbers. I was just great at it. I loved it. I had, you know, completed hundreds of paint by numbers works of art. It's what I did to relax at the end of a long day. If I suddenly had to do them, I think the thing I would like I've always said I wanted to own a toy store or a gift shop. One of those tacky gift shops, like, you know, in a, in a tourist trap area. I would like to own not only the gift shop, but the museum that the gift shop is attached to. And not just the world's biggest ball of twine or things like, like the giant cow farm. I don't know what that would be. <laughs> Are the cows giant? Are they real? Like, hey, we've bred these cows and they're giant. Come see them. Or I was kind of thinking the fiberglass cows that they uh, used to have out on Route 1 in front of the, the hilltop. The hilltop on Route 1 
had fiberglass cows out front, but I'm thinking even bigger. <laughs> and I don't know that that would be a good reason for people to come out and visit. I know I've said in the past I really want to own an amusement park. And I guess I could go that direction. I know there are places like Santa's Village, Santa's Land. I think there are two of them, one in New Hampshire and one in Vermont, that Santa-themed fun location for small kids. The one in New Hampshire is clearly superior. It It's very well kept. It's, it's amazingly clean and wonderful and... I'll be honest, that's probably the kind of place I would end up with. I was thinking this morning, oh, the museum could be just stuff I made up. It's not like a real museum. And, you know, at one point I thought being a museum tour guide would be, a is that a docent? I forget. Being the tour guide at a place like Sturbridge Village or Plymouth Plantation where they hire actors because it's a living museum sort of place where people act like they did when the pilgrims first landed in Massachusetts. So Plymouth Plantation has people, they have to do all of the things that you would have done back then. I've been there. I don't know if this sucks as a job or it's really cool, but you know, there are people who have to tend the gardens and there were, there were people who were, um, washing clothes and some people were baking bread and pies and things and the stuff that people would have done in the 1600s, which that, I think that's very cool, except I'm not going to wear wool dresses in the summer. My museum would hire actors like that, but I think it would be sort of more of like an improv. I'm, I'm picturing the Jungle Cruise ride at Disney, you know, there's some standard stuff that you have to do, and then you're allowed to kind of be yourself. And I think that would be a cool museum. It's sort of also like a job that my son had, the Halloween haunted hayride. But I'm thinking like that. So you've got a museum, and we could put stuff in it. We could, like, it could be a house, and we could make up the person whose house it was, and... We could go crazy. Oh, but this would be, we would make up the whole thing. We would make up the whole story. So I think I would like to do that, have that fake museum, hire some people who have some kind of improv and acting skills, um, and then have a gift shop to go with it. That's my thing. My museum could have, I guess, a merry-go-round or something in the on property. We'll have to work it out. We'll figure out how to make this happen. Um, and I, I will invite you to take a tour in my museum as soon as Uncle Ebenezer gets that $20 million to me. Yeah, if you've got an extra air fryer lying around, I used to make fun of them because I thought they were just ovens. But then I was reading about them. And, like, the Philips ones use starfish technology I don't think that means that there are actual starfish alright I like to think that there aren't actual starfish harmed in the making of the fan assembly piece for the Philips air fryer I believe it's just in the shape of a star 
But I just, I want you all to know that no starfish were harmed in the making of the air fryer. But something about the shape of that makes it work better? I don't know. Everybody says you can make fried chicken in it. And I mean, you know, the one thing stopping me from making fried chicken has been I refuse to fry things. <laughs> I will not have a fry or later or fry daddy or whatever you call them. I will not fill a pan with oil. The smell of smoking oil is it makes me ill. I, I don't like that smell and, and I think it gets into your house and never leaves. But if I can have a little thing and it sprays oil on the food but it's not soaking in it, I don't know, maybe that's good. It could be a piece of crap. Why don't you let me know if you have one, if it's good or not, and if you recommend that I get one, and which brand you recommend. Because I am looking at the Philips because of the starfish technology. I might be saying that wrong, but I think that's what it is, and we're going to go with that. As far as any of us is concerned, it's starfish technology. Maybe the starfish taught the humans their secret to frying foods in a convection oven, in a tiny convection oven. That must be it. It must be a thing that we learned from all of our deep sea exploration. And you know what? That means deep sea exploration is totally worth it. So I don't know what I was talking about, but whatever I promised you, you would listen to next um, should be next. This is a new segment we like to call What Christmas Movie Does Jody Want to Watch Tonight? It's an excellent segment, you'll agree. The title, very catchy. It's the sort of thing that makes you say, hmm, I actually would like to know what Christmas movie Jody wants to watch tonight. So it's very convenient that I'm going to talk about that because it'll answer all your questions. Um, I have two favorite Christmas movies, but we'll talk about three favorite Christmas movies. <laughs> I have two. We're going to talk about three. Number one, Muppet Christmas Carol. It rocks. I feel like watching it. Every time I think about it, like, I don't think that I have a copy, so I contemplate buying a copy so that I just have the digital because then I could watch it anywhere you know if I'm at work feeling a little down I could uh, I could pull out my phone and watch um, I almost said Michael Keaton but it's Michael Caine as Scrooge singing he's not a he's not a good singer he does sort of that talk singing which is really the best you can hope from someone who can't sing. I don't know if Michael Keaton could sing. I'm picturing him from Mr. Mom. Or I, I'd like to clarify that there isn't a version of Muppet Christmas Carol starring Michael Keaton, but if there was, I don't know that he could sing any better than Michael Caine. Okay, so I would like, I think. I probably own two copies of that now. And I'm not talking VHS, because I know I have a VHS. I just don't have a VHS player. I believe I own it on DVD. 
I don't know, every year I get all confused and think I don't own it on DVD, and I'm surprised I don't have 10 copies of it by now. The other movie is Scrooge, the Albert Finney musical version of A Christmas Carol. Not to be confused with Scrooged, duh, past tense Scrooge. I Scrooge, you Scrooge, he Scrooge, I Scrooged, you Scrooged, he Scrooged. I'm conjugating the word Scrooge. Anyway, now that I've brought that Bill Murray one up, it's an excellent movie. It's, it is excellent. It's probably, we'll say that one's tied. Huh. I now have six movies we could talk about. Uh, I think I'll put that one in fifth place. That one's fifth. Elf, fourth, Christmas Vacation, sixth. Third, so now I know you're wondering when I said I was going to talk about my two favorite Christmas movies and then came up with three. Third is Little Women, starring Winona Ryder. And I know Winona Ryder's not people's favorite, but I actually really like that movie. And as, as much as I think Kate Hepburn is fabulous... That one, she's a little too brash in that one. I don't, I'm not crazy about it. But it is better than the version. Is this a different version or is this just a different character? In the, 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 the lady who, uh, June Allison, the one who ended up, let's say you're older than 40. She was known for adult diaper commercials. June Allison became the spokesmodel for some brand I don't want to say because I don't remember of um, protective undergarments for people who had for adult maybe she was depends why don't we just say the brand because it's the one everybody thinks of I it might have been depends I don't know but uh, you know those those products she was the she was the face of incontinence for a while she had a great career but in my mind she's the adult diaper lady okay it's either the kate hepburn one or the june allison one where joe march is known for yelling christopher columbus i really think that's the kate hepburn version of the movie i'm gonna go in the house and have to look all of these up so anyway those two are okay, but oh, there's a special place in my heart for the Winona Ryder version, and I usually watch it Thanksgiving weekend. And I realize it's not Thanksgiving anymore, and I don't know, did I miss my opportunity to watch the movie that heralds in the Christmas season, but, you know, the, we make that transition from Thanksgiving to Christmas on the wings of... Claire Dane's sloppy snot crying <laughs> as Beth when she gets the piano from the elderly neighbor. She is an ugly crier and um, it just isn't the holidays without watching Claire Dane's snot cry. So that's that's number three. I'm going to go in the house and see if any of them are on are available to watch without me having to pay for them 
Or maybe I will just look for the copy of Muppet Christmas Carol that I know is somewhere in my house because I already own it. I don't, I shouldn't have to buy it again, right? Those are my picks. Uh, you can let me know if you agree, disagree. I don't really care one way or the other. There are people who think Die Hard is a Christmas movie. Uh, okay. My sister used to think, um, Neil Diamond's Greatest Hits was a Christmas album. There aren't any Christmas songs on it. But somehow in her head, we used to play it at Christmas time, I guess. So she thinks that that the grayish, silverish album of Neil Diamond's Greatest Hits is a Christmas album. So we all, we all have our problems. Uh, yeah, so go, go watch a special, would you? Super cool.